0: Afternoon or evening, for wherever you may be joining us from today, welcome to the Life Church Podcast. I am the only one standing between you and your Father's Day lunch. Pastor Jonathan, I give a quick honor to you. Thank you so much. You're a fabulous pastor in this church. I love you. (laughs) Pastor Ray, I love you too. I give honor to you. You're a great man. You're a great father. With time and with age, you'll experience some gray hair. And with gray hair will come wisdom. (laughs) We'll talk about that later. Pastor, I honor you. I love you. Thank you so much. You're a great spiritual father. To all of us. Natural father to Grace and Luke. They are so very fortunate. But spiritual father to all of us. I have uh, a message that I am going to pare down for you this morning. (laughs) Wisdom. (laughs) That's not the title of my message. It's found in Luke 8, uh, verses 22 through 25. And it says this one day Jesus said to his disciples, Let us cross to the other side of the lake. So they got in the boat and started out. And as they sailed across, Jesus settled down for a nap. But soon, a fierce storm came down on the lake. The boat was filling with water, and they were in real danger. The disciples went and woke him, shouting, Master, Master, we are going to drown. When Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and the raging waves. Suddenly, the storm stopped and all was calm. Then he asked them, where is your faith? Where is your faith? The disciples were terrified and amazed. Who is this man? They asked each other. When he gives a command, even the wind and the waves obey him. I just want 10 minutes of your time. I know it's getting long in the day, but just give me 10 moments of time. The setting was along the shores of the Sea of Galilee, and Jesus and his disciples had been in the middle of a tour through the towns and villages in the region of Galilee, which spanned along the western shores of the sea. His disciples, 12 of them, were there with them. And not only was he teaching large crowds of people that would gather, he was performing many miracle signs and wonders along the way. Then on one day during his tour, it happened. Jesus posed what seemed to be a harmless, innocent, non-threatening statement that would forever alter his disciples. He simply said, let us cross to the other side Of the lake, something that had been numerous times before had been done. Could it be that Jesus had no idea about what was to unfold? Or is it possible that he knew exactly what was about to transpire and used that moment to purposefully call his disciples into the middle of the storm? Why? Why, Jesus, would you knowingly, deliberately pull your beloved children into a crisis situation? Was it by chance or was it by design? On this day, it would be different. When Jesus suggested to cross to the other side of the lake, Jesus was calling. He was leading his disciples into a crisis. Oh, listen, church. Listen, men. Listen, fathers. Listen, everyone. I tell you, this was by design. He was calling them into a place that they were familiar with, a place they felt comfortable fishing, navigating, and sailing. I mean, what could possibly go wrong? So they got into the boat, and as they started out, verse 23 says that Jesus settled down for a nap. How many fathers would love to settle down for a nap? (laughs) You got to go into the boat, gentlemen, to do that. You got to get out into the water and away from the shore if you want to settle down for a nap. It seemed like a logical thing to do. He was probably tired the disciples were more than capable in their element to sail the 13 kilometers across to the other side of the lake, to the region of the Gerasenes. And so Jesus takes advantage of the situation and lays down in the stern of the boat for a rest. But verse 23 continues to say, But soon a fierce storm came down on the lake. The boat was filling with water, and they were in real Danger. I would love to share a story with you. Pastor alluded to it a couple weeks ago about a family encounter we had just off of Lake Ontario. And uh, maybe after service, come and ask me. I'll tell you the story. It is an incredible story. But I can't help but imagine as that storm came down on the Sea of Galilee and the waves, they've been crashing over the side of the boat. These seasoned sailors were fearing for their lives. Everything in the boat quickly became saturated with water. This capable vessel was taking on water at an alarming rate. So fast so that the disciples knew their time was limited. I know my time is limited this morning because my stomach is calling. But their time was limited, and they knew it was only a matter of time before this boat was going down to the bottom of the lake. Listen, the noise, imagine it with me for a moment, of the wind and the driving rain, the boat groaning in agony with each jarring wave, the shouting of voices back and forth as these disciples tried to communicate with one another just to have their voices drowned out by the storm. Then. There was Jesus peacefully sleeping in the stern of the boat. No, I can't imagine it. You see, Jesus knew exactly the events that were about to unfold that day even before they set sail. He knew that storm was coming and he knew it would meet them head on in the middle of the lake. And as Jesus lay in the stern of that boat, he was just as wet as the others on board. He heard the same noises. He felt each wave pound against the side of that vessel. Yet I can't help but imagine Jesus laying not Peacefully sleeping. For what man, honestly, can sleep in a situation like that? But I can imagine him laying there with one eye open, wondering how long, how long are these guys going to take before they call on me? Before their situation that they're normally comfortable with and familiar with gets so far beyond their control? And they call on me. Let me talk to somebody in the audience today. Maybe you're joining online. Jesus sees you in your situation that is normally all too familiar to you. But he sees that storm that is raging all around you. He sees the medical condition mm, that you're dealing with. And how it's affecting you. Maybe the diagnosis is for a spouse or for a child. He sees the storm that surrounds your work, your bread and butter that normally is a familiar place. And yet somehow you're having difficulties making ends meet. Maybe as a grandfather, you've been thrust into the role of fatherhood once again by circumstances that stretched beyond your control. For that father that's staring down the barrel of an eviction notice. And you don't even know where you're going to be living by the end of the year. Jesus sees you. He sees that situation in your life that's wreaking havoc in an otherwise familiar place. But he's patiently waiting for you. You may think that Jesus is sleeping in the stern Of your life. But really he has called you into the storm for a purpose. Because God has a plan for your life. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says. For I know the plans I have for you says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster. To give you a future and a hope. When it seemed like all hope was lost. And the threat of death was so imminent. Verse 24 says, the disciples went and woke him shouting, Master, Master, we are going to drown. Oh, am I the only one this morning that sometimes feels like I'm about to drown? Am I the only one here this morning? Or is there anybody else who feels that at times in life you are at the end of your lifeline? You're so desperate, Jesus. Deliver me from this situation. It seemed like I had it all under control. But as time passed and the pressure begins to mount and squeeze me, that situation, whatever it may be in your life, has become at times insurmountable. I say again, Jesus is here Right now. Psalms 145 and 18 says. The Lord is as close to all who call on him. He is as close. As the mention of his name. If the music would like to come back. I'm just going to wrap this up. Verse 24 goes on to say that. Jesus woke up. He rebuked the wind and the raging waves. Suddenly the storm stopped. And all was calm. Then he asked them. Where is your faith? Fathers, I ask you today, husbands, men, women, married, single, children, where is your faith? What should have been the appropriate response from the disciples? I mean, eventually they did call on Jesus, didn't they? But what should have been the appropriate response? what should that have been they were staring death at the face they were afraid for their lives and jesus asked where is your faith had those disciples approached jesus long before fear set in and approached him with an element of faith that would have been the appropriate response ultimately men jesus responds to your fragment of faith. You don't need a mountain or a boatload of faith. You just need a fragment of faith. Not the overwhelming fear, guys, that creeps into your life, but a fragment of faith. Because you know what? You'll notice if you read a little further on in Scripture. The next time the disciples are out crossing the Sea of Galilee, what happens? Jesus. He sent the disciples across the lake again. But this time, they were on their own. And during that crossing, another storm brewed. I can't help but think God said, Ooh, I'm going to send another storm along the way for these guys. And the difference is this. When Jesus, when he showed up on the scene, he came walking on the water. And the men in the boat, the disciples, thought it was a ghost. And they said, Peter specifically said, Jesus, is that you? If that is you, bid me to come. And Jesus said, come, Peter. And without hesitation, he leapt over the side of that boat, not because he was afraid, but because he had a fragment of faith. And was it perfect? Absolutely not, gentlemen. Jesus had to reach down and say, Peter, when he began to look at the waves, he said, Peter, don't worry. I got gotcha. you. I'll get you. But you can see the difference here. There was a progression that took place then and now. Gentlemen, I want you to make a progression from where you were then to now. And it's by exercising that fragment of faith. Men, women, this is a journey. This is not the destination. This is only a journey. The disciples had a choice to rely on their own ability and strength. Subsequently fall apart when the situation became overwhelming. Were they going to activate their faith? Speak directly to that situation and declare that greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. Were they going to activate that faith? Men of Life Church, I challenge you today, where is your faith? Jesus didn't say this journey was going to be easy. No, he didn't. But he is going to be with you through the end. Psalms 23 verse 4. It says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, and thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Second Timothy 1 and 7, it says, That he hasn't given us a spirit of fear. What has he given us? He's given us power, love, and a sound mind. Gentlemen, Jesus has given you power, love. Ray, you talked about that. I love you. given you it's given you a sound mind gentlemen I couldn't help but think this past couple weeks as I was preparing this word God I see the faces of men as I pen these words I know who you're talking to and then this week it hit me like a ton of bricks it hit me and you know what Jesus said he said Mark I'm talking to you I'm talking to you this message is for me it's for me Oh, it's Father's Day and if you wouldn't mind please stand with me I'm done but before we close this service out I would like all the husbands, I would like all the men, I would like all the fathers, I would like all the young men the old men I would like you to all make your way to this altar right now guys we're all going through a season we're all going through a situation that is challenging our faith i ask you this morning men where is your faith some of us have been operating a place of comfort and familiarity, but as the storm of life rages on, you're beginning to feel the weight of the decisions that you've made, the paths you've chosen, some of us fear is creeping in. Maybe you're trying to hold it together, trying to be strong for your family. Man, that's what we do, right? But the reality is this. The reality is that your life boat is taking on water. Perhaps for some of us at an alarming rate, maybe things are visibly falling apart around you perhaps you see your family they're bearing the brunt of that maybe they're struggling i challenge you this morning now is the time to respond with faith not fear gentlemen faith faith oh your everlasting father has the ability, guys, I'm going to tell you this right now, to change your situation in one single moment, just like he spoke to that storm, and he said, peace, be still. And instantly, the storm was still. Gentlemen, whatever it is that's going on in your life, it doesn't matter to God, because he is capable, he is able, but he is Willing this morning that none of us should perish, but that we all have everlasting life. Where is your faith, Dad? Where is your faith this morning, sir? Gentlemen, it's time that we respond from a position of faith and not react from the stronghold of fear. Guys, I want you to lift your hands across this altar right now. And I want each and every one of you to start speaking to your situation. What is that situation? You tell it to God right now. He knows. Take dominion, guys, over that situation right now. Take dominion over that stronghold right now, gentlemen. It's time to exercise that fragment of faith. God has given every one of you a fragment of faith. Declare that everything God has for you is for good and not for disaster. His plans for you are good and not for disaster. Thank you for joining us today. We pray this message spoke into your life, your heart, or whatever situation you may be going through. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us at lifechurch.ca on Instagram. And on Facebook, just search Life Church and you will find our navy blue logo with the letters LC in the middle. Now before you go, we ask if possible from whatever platform you may be listening to us on, give us a rating or a review or even both, and share this message with someone so that they can be impacted by the gospel of the love of Jesus Christ. We thank you for your support and love you all. Have a wonderful week and God bless.